and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season six, episodes five and six, Eyes Without a Face. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi Wiki episode summaries? Sure. Part one. Peter, hoping to join the Spirit Squad, links Darcy's personal webpage to his. Darcy is thrilled with all the attention and hits she gets, and even posts some racy pictures of the Spirit Squad. It seems like a great way to raise money for new uniforms, but how far will it go? JT is excited to get his job as a kid's TV host back, and he invites Mia and her two-year-old Isabella down to a taping. But as they connect, seeing JT with another girl leaves Liberty reeling. Um, part two. I mean, that seemed fine. Yeah, except I feel like it's especially seeing JT with, like, a teen mom that also has an added element to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we'll get into that. But I understand why they wouldn't include it in the summary. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty fine, though. Yeah. Good job, Wiki. Okay. Part two. Shorter. <laughs> Darcy's online admirers take up more and more of her time and her relationship with Spinner suffers. As Darcy posts increasingly sexy photos of herself, she's surprised when her favorite online fan decides to introduce himself. While secretly dating her editor, Ellie learns what it's like to be with an older man. She's determined not to be seen as a little girl, especially when it comes to grown-up things, dot, 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 like sex. Oh, my God. Ugh. I mean, I guess that was all technically accurate, too. Yeah, technically accurate. Um, Can you talk about the episode title, please? I can do that. The episode is named after the 1983-4-1984 Billy Idol song, Eyes Without a Face, which is in turn named after a French film. Um, it's one of his like more like low-key songs. Yeah, that is for sure. Um, as far as it relates to the episode, I oh, it totally makes sense because Adam has like eyes over the internet and he's like watching Darcy but we don't ever see his face. Yeah, I think I, it, I think it tracks. I think it actually works out pretty well. Just like leering strangers leering at her. But yeah, again, a pretty aptly named episode. Season six has been doing pretty good. I know. I mean, we're only like five episodes in or six episodes in, but but still whatever. Um, all right, let's just get into it. Um, my first note is, what happened to the Love Mobile? Why is Spinner driving a pea green car? Maybe it had too many bad memories. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But he fucking loved that car. Maybe it broke down and he had to get a new one, or mae he just traded up. It's a gross looking car. Well, I mean... <laughs> I feel like Spinner wouldn't own something that looks good ever. <laughs> like outside of. No, there's nothing. I can't imagine Spinner owning a thing that I would go. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> there's like nothing. Nothing. You mean you don't think his tongue ring is nice? <laughs> oh, God. I used to date boys who had tongue rings. How is that? Does it get in the way? I mean, when you're like kissing, I mean, it's not where I thought you were going. Um, <laughs> That's why I said when you're kissing. <laughs> Thank you for that follow up. Uh, because I was not going to answer. Because that's where my brain went. <laughs> because I 
am a 16 year old still in my heart you're my favorite person <laughs> no I mean it's fine it's it's nothing it's just like now that like like at the time I was like 16 so I was like ooh, tongue ring so cool and now as a 25 year old I'm like ooh, infection seems, exactly it seems like shit it's we get gross. it like when you also eat. like if it clinks your teeth it's really uh. unpleasant I just uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm don't not know on board it. for grown men. I remember with being intrigued rings. intrigued by lip rings because when I was in middle school I liked Blink One Eight Two and Tom DeLonge had a lip ring. I was gonna say because every like front man <laughs> of every emo band we liked <laughs> had, had snake bites. Yeah. I had friends who had snake bites too. I never had any facial piercings, although I'm still toying with the idea of a nose ring. And by toying with, I'm just like waiting until i feel comfortable dropping like 70 dollars yeah yeah i'm too old to get a nose ring i know i don't know no i mean there's a 40 year old woman who works with me who has a nose ring that's true but is it sad i don't think i mean i think it kind of works for her I like and I feel like it would work for me now we're just talking about yeah (laughs) I feel like it would work for me to the point where like people who know me well don't realize that I don't have a nose yeah, ring. Yeah, I feel like it'd be, I feel like nobody would notice because they probably already assume that you have a nose ring. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. My mom's gonna freak <laughs> out, which is maybe the most childish thing I've said in a while. Whatever. I'm getting a nose ring, you guys. Cool. Um, cool. Anyway, <laughs> Spinner has a fucking tongue ring. We see Claire. Claire. Yeah. Cool. So Darcy's sister Claire is here. I don't remember much about Claire, but I know that I her life gets comes, tragic. I just know she comes back. And is part of the new generation. And a lot of shit happens to her. Her shit gets real tragic. Um, Darcy, we find out, has a My Room page, which I guess is like Degrassi's version of MySpace. Yeah, but also kind of looks like a shitty Zanga page. It does. It really (laughs) does. Oh, man. Oh, the interface is terrible. It's really bad. You know, it's, it's not nearly as good as MySpace. It does look like a... Zanga page that like someone didn't know how to code properly yeah and like and just really liked like pink and green um and uh, we find out her name is cheer girl with no eye yeah which of course it is yeah yeah and that's kind of like so the first scene is like she's like talk she and spinner are making out in his car and she's like i could be bad sometimes and he's like lol no you can't bye and then she goes back inside pretty much and then she goes up to her room and like goes, goes on her, on her page. my room page yeah and that's kind of the opening. And then and after- she's like, she's like, I'm working on my blog. And I'm like, of course, you have a shitty blog, Darcy. I also love how everyone's just calling it a blog. I know. I'm um, like, you, you don't have a blog. You have a MySpace page. Yeah. You have shitty you have social media. You have social media like before it was like social media. Yeah. Uh, what do you think Darcy writes about on her blog? Do you think she writes about Jesus? I think she just posts photos. I don't think she... Or she does quizzes. She does like those Facebook or those MySpace bulletins. Oh my God. Never forget. I used uh, to love those. I loved those too. Everybody loved those. Loved those. Actually, in like early Facebook days, like yeah, the, notes. the notes. Yeah. Because yep. sometimes with your like, with the like w- memories, like seven or nine years ago today you wrote yeah. this dumb note and i'm like no delete it <laughs> let's oh, forget yeah. about that <laughs> those definitely resurface especially the ones that are like 
put your iPod on shuffle. Yes, I love those ones. I did those ones all the time. Constantly. I was I like, let's show off my taste in Maybe music. one day we can do a bonus content of finding those old notes and reading like, <gasps> what? Like, put your iPod on shuffle to these things. Yes, please. Um, From like 2007. Patreon supporters, would that be fun for you or would that just be fun for us? <laughs> Leave us your input. Um, And then after the theme song, Shantae... Darcy and Manny are talking about getting new uniforms for the cheer or spirit squad and how Darcy wants or Manny wants short shorts and crop tops and Darcy's being real judgy about it. Which is like, okay, Darcy, calm down. Um, You like, because it's not even like she dresses so conservatively. Yeah. You know, and I'm obviously like not the person to be like, you dress like a slut because like I don't I just like I I care the least. But I'm just saying, like, don't be a hypocrite, dude. That's kind of her prerogative, though. I know it's her whole deal. Also, they're talking about like dark blue versus panther blue. And I guess that like shitty cerulean is panther Panther blue. blue. Um, Yeah, sure. Whatever. Cool. And Darcy's like, we can't afford uniforms anyway, so let's not, let's just stop fighting about it. And then she like walks away, and Manny's like, God, to think I'm missing Paige and Michael Chuck right now. And Darcy like turns around and like looks very offended. <laughs> but like, I miss her too, dude. I mean, same. Don't we all? Don't we all miss Paige Michael Chuck? She, she's coming back soon. Yeah. I'm um, ready. And then. We cut to Peter saying good morning to Emma, and she's like, nothing about you is good, and don't talk to me, and I loved it. It was amazing. <laughs> I wrote it down here. I was like, there's nothing good about you. I love it. And like, then, yes. and then Emma's, Hall- like, only line in the entire episode. It's her one appearance, and it's perfect. It's perfect. And then Miss Otzlocks is like, Peter Michael, go to class. Stop lingering. Peter Michael. <laughs> she hates him <laughs> so much. It's it's truly my favorite thing. Like, oh, anytime I get bummed out, I think about two things. I think about Cisco and the fudgery, <laughs> which no one's going to understand, but made Holland laugh, which is really what I'm here for. And I think about how much Ms. H fucking hates peter <laughs> she like wants I to mean, give him she away she has birthed the antichrist he's rosemary's baby yeah he's damien sometimes i also think about soccer holland <laughs> <laughs> soccer holland at aol.com it's still a working email address that i do not use <laughs> so if like, you guys I want logged, to send holland an email i logged into it a couple of days ago because some, like something that I was one of my accounts for something was still like randomly linked up to it and I had to change it and like literally the whole inbox is like like Nigerian prince like please wire me money like Viagra like it's all spam now it's AOL.com yeah <laughs> like oh, oh. R.I.P. mine was a uh, gone but not forgotten mine was dry water 496 I don't know what why. does that mean I don't know <laughs> I don't know it was sixth grade. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, mine's back from second grade. There's no numbers in mine at all. That's how old it is. I made it in the year two thousand. Yeah, no. I think I don't. I think I made mine. I don't know. Sixth grade was what two thousand two thousand two three for you. Yeah, two thousand two. My sixth grade was two thousand three to two thousand four. So yours was a year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. 
God, such a long time ago. My sixth grade crush just got married. <laughs> my sixth grade crush is engaged to the girl he's been dating since the eighth grade. Oh my God, that's so weird. Yeah. Mine is dating nobody from high school or yeah. married to nobody from high school, yeah. but it was, it was bizarre. Yeah. You They've know. been dating since the eighth grade. That's ridiculous. But I mean, I mean, if they've made it this far, like sure if i was getting married to either of the guys that i dated when i was in eighth grade my life would be tragic (laughs) not her like okay this girl like this couple they they both are like normal humans and have their shit together i just like have notoriously bad taste in men which is why it would be terrible but also like that's crazy yeah, anybody who I, because let's be honest, I did not date anybody in eighth grade, but anyone who I had a crush on in eighth grade, no, no, they're like not, no, I think I they're like, yeah. no, they're not doing anything with their lives. I ran into my first boyfriend like last summer, two summers ago. He's pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> not that son has changed. There's less Bob Marley. <laughs> But not much is different. Oh, boy. Anyway. He's still high all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, cool. You're the same. What are we talking? We're not going to be done recording this until two hours later. Ah, oh, fuck everything. So then, like, she's like, Peter Michael, go to class. And then Liberty is doing. Oh, no. Then we're th- doing the morning announcements and Toby is doing them for some reason. And I'm like, Liberty, why aren't you doing the morning announcements? Because she gave them up when she gave up her baby. I don't know why, but that is what happened. <laughs> okay. I guess that's what happened. And then <laughs> like she's narrative. in some like mad classroom of a homeroom where everyone is like fucking bouncing off the walls and going crazy. Yeah, it's bonkers. Like, where's the teacher? I don't understand. And JT is chewing like a wad of gum. And he's like, look how much gum I can fit in my mouth. And then on the morning announcements there, Toby says something about like auditioning for a kid's show, which is the show that JT worked at before he quit his job to like deal drugs for Liberty. (laughs) And he's like, I should do it. And Liberty's like, get out of my face. I'm trying to watch the morning announcements. Well, I mean, why does JT have all that gum in his mouth? <laughs> why does his hair still look great? His hair does look I'm like, great. I'm like, I'm a little bit attracted he to JT, wearing, even though he's being a weird, gross, gum-chewing person. He is wearing a bright orange polo shirt, it's which not I'm not a best. fan of, but his hair looks great. I wrote that down, too. Do you Should we do fashion, into- please? Yeah, totally. JT's hair looks great. Um, Ellie's hair looks great. Mia's hair looks Mary's terrible. Mary's hair is very curly. It's it's bad. Well, it's not just that it's oh. curly. It's also that it's curly, but she has like straight bangs, but the bangs oh, are too yeah. thin. The straight That's the bangs issue. with the curly hair. That's the issue. And that was like definitely that a look. That was definitely a look. Like a few, like I knew some people who did that. It's and a I'm look. frankly shocked that as a person with curly hair, I never fell into that. <laughs> well, thing. did you ever have bangs? I did. Okay. Um, when I was younger, they actually they weren't that bad. I found old photos of myself this weekend with Clut. Um, but I was like, those bangs are not the worst. Um, but yeah, it was like bad. I knew I knew some girls who had like the you know you put like the gel in your hair so that the curls would still be curly, but you straightened uh, your bangs. Yeah. It's bad. It's real oh, it's bad. So bad. That actually reminds me of somebody from Team Mom. Like that's like that's what I associate with that hairstyle. Yeah, that sounds about right. And Derek's hair is also crazy huge. 
Danny's hair is pretty big too. Everyone has just like big hair. Everyone just has more hair. Um, Darcy's bikini photo in the woods thing. I know it's not really fashion, <laughs> but, but like, who does that? But that's impractical. Um, um, she's wearing. She wears a lot of like layered looks. She's wearing like that brown, like open crochet top thing over a white shirt. She wears like a red tie up, like crappie shirt over a flowy white shirt. Yeah. Darcy's looks forever confuse and alarm me. Um, They're a little bizarre. No one wore anything too like noticeable. Mia could dress better, but I I think she's just a. It's just the time, but she eventually dresses well. Darcy's fucking wearing Claire's private school uniform for those photos was alarming. Oh, yeah. Very uncomfortable. Um, Ellie's hair. I said that already. Oh, Ellie was wearing like a sheer black long sleeve thing under a pink tank top deal. Which oh, was, yeah. Like, fine. That was fine. Um, Darcy has one of those necklaces that's like a million different size circles. Oh my God. That was a crazy necklace. It was so long. She wrapped around like four times. I think it was when that necklace appeared. You were like, I didn't take any fashion notes. (laughs) It's exactly (laughs) when I realized I didn't take any fashion notes because I was like, whoa, necklace. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't really think I have anything Uh, their gym clothes are really cute. Yeah. Manny and Darcy. I don't know. They're very stylish. I don't um, have anything else. I feel like I have. Oh, Ashley, when she does her hair half up, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, she, I like, wasn't sl- a fan of that. She like slicks it back, but then the rest of it's wavy. I don't know. Um, It's like the inverse of the straightened bangs with the curly hair. Yeah. It's like a straightened back like section Yeah, with curly it's hair. It's bad. It's bad. It's why I don't put my hair half up because it's not a good look. <laughs> don't do it. Um, let's see. Yeah, no, all of my other notes are just, Jesse's really hot, but also maybe I hate him. <laughs> so no more fashion for me. Sorry. Um, but yeah, and then when they're talking about the kids show, JT is like, the children need me, Liberty. And I wrote that down because I thought it was funny. Um, and I mean, where's the lie? He's not wrong. And then Darcy gets on the morning news and she's like, did you know George W. Bush was a cheerleader? I, and I'm like, when is why is this a I selling point? That is later. Am I wrong? No, no. no. It's in the morning. Oh no, that's in the morning announcement. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, but yeah, she's like, did you know George W. Bush was a cheerleader? And I'm like, this. What year was this? 2007, Six. 2006. Um, he was not popular. Also, you're why in Canada? Is, yeah, but why is this a selling point? at all i know that wouldn't be a selling point for anybody no it's just he was i mean frankly i'd love to have him back at this point but (laughs) he was a terrible president he should have been a painter anyway he was a terrible (laughs) president and also it's not like he's like some like hot manly guy for you to like look up to Men of Degrassi. He was like a C student at Yale who was on the, the fucking cheerleading team and then was a terrible president. Yeah. And he, ugh, I just, why, 
Why? I mean, I know that there aren't like a lot of like male cheerleaders for them to look up to, but like just play some Bring It On. <laughs> play some Jan from Bring It On. Exactly. Like be like Jan from Bring It On. Yeah. Uh, did Fired Up come out yet? When did Fired Up come out? Oh, God. No. Fired Up didn't come out until like 2009. Yeah. I My brain went I could to drive 2009 too. I could drive a car when Fired Up came out. Yeah. Because I definitely drove me and my friend Chelsea to the movie theater. To see it like twice. I forgot about Fired Up. Oh, I love That's Fired a good Up. Movie. It's a great movie. Um, yeah. But so, she could have shown them Fired Up. I don't know. I mean, I think it was three years too early for Fired Up. She could fired have up. gone into the future, <laughs> taken Fired Up, showed them Fired Up. Either way, George W. Bush, why is this your selling point? But yeah, so she's trying to get guys to join the cheerleading squad. Oh, did we mention that she's trying to get guys to join the cheerleading squad? No, but squad? that's her like master plan of the first part of the episode. Yeah, because. Uh, Manny's like, we need the short shorts because it helps us move better, which like, I mean, I guess so. Um, whatever <laughs> makes you feel better. And Darcy's like, well, then we'll just change the routine. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> and she is like, I had this genius idea that we would put guys on our squad. And I'm like, oh, yes, nobody's ever thought of that before. <laughs> well, it's because she well, she did say she was watching some like pro tapes or whatever. Um, anyway, yeah, so she makes the announcement on the announcements about wanting boys on the team and for them to come try out. Um, and then the next scene, we're in, I think we're in media immersion. I don't know. She's talking to somebody and then fucking creepy Peter is like, Athena, my room page. It's really great. You had to take great quizzes and you post great photos. Oh, she's talking to Manny and Manny's like, fucking go away, you creep. Yeah, but and he's Darcy's like, like flattered by it, and I don't understand because I don't know. She's like she wants attention. I don't know, but he's like, I saw like those shorts on your page, blah blah blah, and it's a whole goddamn thing, right? And he's like, I link you to, I link your blog to my website, get you some followers or whatever. I'm like, who the fuck are you friends with, Peter? <laughs> you don't have friends. Peter has no friends. We've said it before, and we'll say it again. Was proven again in this episode. Peter has no goddamn friends. He's a sociopath. He is. And, and Emma said it, too. She was like, you know how hard it is for him to make friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he sucks. Because he's terrible. No one wants to be friends with the guy who's an asshole. Ugh. He's like a criminal. He's disgusting. Um, And then JT and Toby are talking in the hallway. And JT and- is like whining about Liberty because he still loves her. But he's, like, pushing her away. And Toby's like, she's still in love with you. Like, come on. And he's like, nah, like, I don't buy it after Liberty, la, la, la. And then Mia comes up to him and is like, my daughter's obsessed with you. And he's like, you have a daughter? She's like, yeah, I think you're her first crush. She loved your TV show when you were on it. Blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of cute. And then it is. I kind I like. I kind of like it a lot. It. I don't know. It was sweet. She was like, I was trying to figure out like what your voice was from, and I figured it out because my daughter loves you. And and before that, he was when he was talking to Toby, he was like, because Toby's like, you guys are obsessed with each other, and he's like, I'm not obsessed with her. You can't be obsessed with like oatmeal. Yeah. And then I think that comes back. And yep. And and then <laughs> Toby, when Mia walks away, goes. She's not oatmeal. Yeah, and then she says, like, she's like a meatball sub slathered and, slathered and something. I'm like, that's not the food that I would choose. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it so much. Toby, get out of here. <laughs> and then 
We're at cheerleading tryouts. And of course, Danny and Derek are there. And of course, fucking Peter is there. Because only creepy dudes try out for the cheerleading team. Well, creepy well, dudes in high school, maybe. Yeah, Unless that's what I meant. actually interested in cheerleading. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't... I can't imagine, like... Like, I think on TV, only creepy dudes do. No, but, like, I, I feel like in my high school, they either wouldn't have tried out or they would have been... I don't know. I don't know. My high school, it was, like, there were the people who, like, wanted to do it, and there were the people who only did it because they knew they would be, like, around cheerleaders. Well, cheerleading at my high school wasn't cool. Oh, mine. Like, the weird... It was at mine. The weird girls did cheerleading. Oh, that was, like, our dance team. That it was See, it was opposite for us because <laughs> our dance team, the, like, cool girls did dance team because... Oh, ours was completely yeah. opposite. Everyone on the dance team was a joke, and it was really sad. Yeah, that like was like I felt bad for all of them. That was like our cheerleading because when they would perform at football games and stuff, everyone would like cheer really loud to the point where it was like they were making fun of them, and it was really sad. That's really sad. It was so sad. It's so sad. No, that's we weren't that. I, at least not that I remember. I didn't go to a lot of stuff, but we weren't that mean to our cheerleaders. No, my, although I was on dance team my awful. freshman year. Hey. Hey. And like all of middle school. And then I was like, oh, I hate this. I don't want to be cheery. I went to a pretty stereotypical high school in that like cheerleading was quote unquote cool. Football was cool. Like going to football games was like what you did on Friday nights and everyone was an asshole. That doesn't sound much like my high school. I, I feel like yeah, no. I mean, the cool kids didn't do anything. Or at least in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't... I, I can't... I don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> I'll be I'll be honest <laughs> with you, Holland. I don't... I was with my... um. I was with my friend this weekend. Um, one of my best friends from home. We've been friends since we were six. And we were just, like, hanging out. And, she, and we were talking about she's uh, we were talking about like being 15 or something she's like what would we be doing right now if we were 15 i'm like because we were just like hanging out at her house and i'm like well we'd be high (laughs) and smoking cigarettes behind your shed and she was like oh yeah we would and then we found an old myspace album (laughs) in which that was happening that's amazing i'll have to i'll I'll show you a picture it's really good it was it was really good. That's perfect. It's And I was like, oh, no, that is literally exactly what we would be doing. She's like, oh, yeah, that's who we were as people. Um, We had different high school experiences. Yes, we did. Um, So we're at the cheerleading tryouts and everyone sucks. And then but then Peter comes in and does like a handstand and Darcy's like, he's great. He think he could do it. And then which like, I mean. First of all, he's not even like it's not like he's doing anything interesting because he's not even holding himself up. Yeah, Danny and Derek are Danny holding him up. Danny and Derek are holding him up. So it's not even like he's using core strength or arm strength. He's just upside down. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like you know how easy you, it is Peter. to fucking flip upside down and have someone catch you and hold you there? It's not that hard. I did it at yoga this weekend. I kicked my legs up to the mirror and I immediately dropped back down because i (laughs) had no one to hold my legs and i'm not that strong um yeah and then so then darcy's like he could do it and manny's like he's a psycho like like i don't want him on the team like she's like 
being rightfully indignant about having him on the team. And then Peter's like, um, Manny, I do have ears, you know. And Manny's like, oh, so it's just your soul you're missing? And I was like, fucking burn. I love it. It made us both laugh a lot. It really it brought me so much joy. It just made me so happy. Um, yeah, no, it was really good. And then... I, why doesn't anyone listen to fucking Manny? Manny's the fucking voice of reason. Um, but then, yeah, then that happens. And then I don't remember how this comes up, but... I think, oh, I think Peter starts talking to Darcy afterwards about, like, her My Room page or something. And, oh, oh, she's like, why do you want to join the team anyway? And he's like, I'm on house arrest, but if I join a club, like, like, I'll get to do something. I'm so bored. Like, I'm getting straight A's and I'm so bored. And I'm looking at all these boring people's My Room pages. Darcy's like, oh, yeah, mine too. And he's like, yours isn't boring, blah, blah, blah. And then he's, like, hitting on her. And then he's like, really you look pretty cute in shorts. And Ugh. Darcy's like, um, hey, Miss H, I think Peter's ready to go home. Bye. Which, like, yes, he is. Get him out. Ugh, it was creepy. And then JT, I don't, I think, then JT, oh, yeah, then JT auditions for the kids show and he gets it. And he's so charming and cute and it's great. Oh, it's so lovely. And they're like, why do you want to be like, why do you want your old job back? And he just like is talking about like respect and, you know, it sounds dumb. But like when he's like wearing the outfits and like being silly with the kids, he feels like he's like gaining respect and blah, blah, blah. It's just very sweet. It's very sweet. And then. Spinner drives Darcy home after school and they're kissing and then he stops and she's like, oh, why are you stopping? You're not respecting my needs. Which like fucking Darcy cool it. All right. Like, I feel like all these people forgot that Spinner wasn't Jesus-y before this. Yeah. And then Darcy is like, I'm tired of being good. Blah, blah, blah. And Spinner's like, what? Okay. What do you want me to do? I don't know what you're telling me. And she's like, not really being very coherent. She's not being very direct about what she is feeling. I don't really know what she's feeling. She's being very confusing. She is. And I don't blame him for being like, what? what is happening? Yeah, she's just being confusing and not telling him what she wants. And then she goes into her room and goes on her My Room page. And she, like, has all these new messages because of Peter's, like, linking or whatever. And then she opens this message that's called You're Beautiful. And it says, You're Beautiful. Can I get more? And I'm like, Bleh. Ew. Okay. I had notes on that because if anything from like we basically, you know, once we hit like post pubescent, we kind of grew up with social media. Yeah. And if anything, like growing up, like as a teenager with social media I mean not to the extent that like people have it now but at least like when it was starting and then also like being in my 20s and like dabbling quite a bit in online dating or like app dating you never answer a message that says you are beautiful in all caps no that means that you're about to talk to a goddamn lunatic seriously you block those motherfuckers you don't even open it Growing up with, like, MySpace, like, this is basically MySpace. And having MySpace at that age, you get you get told by adults, like, 
daily like how about like the dangers of the internet yeah like, you basically have like you, they've created like after school special things you watch in health class about this stuff I mean I don't think I ever watch anything like that but like you would hear all these like horror stories about like meeting strangers on the internet being dangerous and stuff like you keep here you would hear all of that stuff as a child and my friend in high school her mom wouldn't even let her have a myspace because she was like freaked out about her meeting strangers on the internet it was and crazy for good reason yeah but yeah but darcy's like all about it and then she he is the person is like can i get more and then she immediately pulls out her photo album finds the photo of her posing in a bikini hugging a tree and then scans it onto her computer i love so that she, she scanned can, it. i know i'm like oh i remember doing that oh my god <laughs> And she then puts it on it. her uh, my room page. I'm like, why, why, why are we like doing this? And then the next day at school, um, Spinner is like, I made you a bracelet out of an old leather jacket. I'm like, can Spinner do things like this? Apparently he can. <laughs> Spinner is a man of talents that we didn't know he had. I'm like, well, that's sweet, I guess. Yeah, Spinner is. It's really a thing. I and just, then Peter, right, buddy. And then Peter's like, "Oh, did you see all my friends that like I linked you to on my website? Like, you're getting a lot of attention on your my room page." Yeah, and I just wrote, "Peter's making Darcy MySpace famous," but like, just really <laughs> low key MySpace famous. It's not She's like not like Tequila. Tequila level I was, I was gonna, I, see, I was gonna go Jeffree Star, but Tila Tequila also works. <laughs> Do you know she's a Nazi now? Yeah, she is crazy, and she isn't she also think the world is flat, or is I mean, that just Bob? <laughs> I know that Bob <laughs> thinks the world is flat. I don't know if Teal Tequila also thinks the world is Doesn't flat. Doesn't Teal Tequila think she was abducted by aliens? Probably, and is like now like there's like a host living inside her or something like that. Am I making that up? Are I you confusing know. her with Tom DeLonge? No. Oh, I found that photo. <laughs> I spent a really long time looking for it <laughs> just so I could show you in this moment. Oh, that's amazing. It's, and then oh, I'll never and we're be at that cheer cool practice and Danny and Derek are like, like Manny's making them practice together. And then Danny's like, I want to lift a lady. I'm like, ugh. And, but, and Manny's the same way. She's like, she's like, none of them will let you touch them. Yeah. <laughs> which doesn't bode well for your future on this squad. But then Peter, like, lifts a chick up and one-handed, and, which is, like, very impressive. And then Darcy and Manny are like, oh, damn. And I'm like, but how is this still endearing? He's still, he should not be allowed around other, like, females after his fucking track record. He shouldn't be allowed to touch anyone, though. He should have a permanent restraining order against everyone. Um, and then JT and Mia are talking in the hall, and... She says something about him being little. I don't know. Yeah. And he like makes it. And he's oh, like, little, it, what did you hear? And I'm like, it all comes back to the stack. Like, Jay-Z literally can't stop thinking about how small his dick is. <laughs> like, unreal. Um, And then he asks her. Oh, he tells her that she he got the job. At the kids' station, and she, and she hugs, hugs him, him, and it's cute. It is really cute. And he's like, and you he, should bring Isabella by. Well, he, first he, like, looks over at Liberty, who, like, looks over at him. 
and he's just Poor like liberty i know it's so sad and then he's just like whatever he's like you should come you should bring your daughter blah 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 and it's like a premiere night so it'll be like extra exciting or whatever yeah it was cute but i felt bad for liberty same and then peter manny and darcy are like tidying up the gym after practice and fucking peter whips out his camera again and then a a digital camera this time and manny grabs it from and is basically just like yeah you're not allowed to have cameras but then they proceed to have like a weird photo shoot yeah like it's like weird and it's like meant to be like sexy but it's but it's like it's like teenage girls trying to be sexy, sexy. Yeah. So it's like just I mean, kind of dumb. I mean, I feel like it's realistic, but it doesn't make it any less uncomfortable to watch. A uh, 100%. Like, it, no, and it's uncomfortable to watch because it's kind of realistic. Like, yeah. my friends and I definitely did stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And it was Especially, definitely like, stupid. Especially, like, in the mirror. Yes. Like, oh, my God. You could probably still find on Facebook relics of, like, a fo- mirror photo shoot session that i did with my cousin carly um, uh definitely not on my facebook but you could probably if if you can find my old myspace which i don't think you can i don't know if it exists anymore i've tried mine um, i deleted mine because i was stupid and didn't realize i should have saved it i, I pressed it i don't know if mine exists anymore but what i do know is that there are unsavory photos of a young oh yeah on there that my are space is just embarrassing <laughs> for everybody um and then so they have a photo shoot and then darcy like takes the uh me- memory card and is like you're not getting any of these photos and he's like at least print them out for me and they're like no ew He's so gross <laughs> it's so gross he's like he's disgusting and then darcy fucking Decides to fucking upload them like a lunatic onto her my room page. Is this when she makes it private? No, not yet. And no, she uploads them to her my room page and is like, the spirit squad needs new uniforms and like stays like late to do so. And then Spinner's like, what are you doing? And oh, but that's later. So then Mia is watching jt do his thing and it's cute and he gets like an orange pie in his face and then she asks him to go out to dinner with them and jt freezes and it's awkward and i feel bad for mia and that's basically what happens pretty <laughs> much and i just have? i just wrote on mia you know i had more notes about the about how darcy is now basically dealing in child pornography also when were they doing that shoulder thing where they were pulling their one shoulder shirt down there was no there were like 50 photos know. of that, but none of that actually happened in the scene. I don't know. And then I think they are in the locker room. Yeah. And Manny is like, you need to watch out for Peter. And Darcy's not listening to her. Because no one ever listens to Manny, even though Manny is she's n- like often correct. The most wise. She's, she really is. Yeah, I just... Uh, I don't, yeah, no. She's like... Darcy's whole thing she's like well I have a boyfriend I'm not interested in Peter and first of all it's like yeah okay um like and she probably isn't but she's definitely enjoying the attention that Peter's giving her um but Manny's like it doesn't matter if you're not interested it matters if he's interested exactly which again fucking correct he's gross beware of Peter yeah when will we learn Ugh. 
And then the next day, Liberty goes up to JT in the hall and like tries to start to talk to him. But then Mia interrupts him and is like, can I please talk to you? And I'm like, poor Liberty. Poor Liberty. But also like kind of rude to just like, I mean, I like Mia a lot. Um, but kind of rude to just jump in there. Yeah, but I feel like she also doesn't know their history. Yeah, but like I feel like if I saw two people talking, I would just wait until they were finished. That's true. Right? I don't know. Mia's pretty brazen. That is a fact. Um, That's and then like she's her. like, Why did you blow me off? Blah blah blah. And he's like, I'm sorry, I don't know why I did that. Let me make it up to you. Like we should all get ice cream. And well, then- first she's like she's like, you know, I understand like a lot of people are really put off by the kid thing. And he's like, no, it's not it. And like Liberty overhears that. And that's when she like, that's when the jealousy gets worse. Because I think that's when she realizes that Mia has a kid or it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think, yeah, that just kind of like makes it worse. Definitely. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, I love kids. Like, let me make it up to you. Let's get ice cream. And that's kind of the end of that B plot, which does not carry over into part two. No, it does not. I wish it did, though. I was interested in it. Although I do like the... uh, I do like the B-plot in the second part, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then the final scene in part one is, like, Darcy comes in. And she's like, we have new uniforms. Yay. Like, we got $200 from fucking Adams or whatever. Well, she says that to – she tells that to Manny. But um, but to everyone else, she's like, I was selling chocolate to the community. It's so great to have community support. Which is like, yeah, okay. Um, if by chocolate you mean child pornography. Yeah. And then d- uh, Manny was like, um, so you don't think it's creepy that you p- paid for these with like money somebody gave you for posting photos on the internet? Okay. And then um, Peter's like, we should take more photos. Like Papa needs a new pair of shoes or something. And Manny's Which is like, so gross. Papa needs a life. And then she's just like, this is creepy and like that the part one ends with Darcy and Peter looking like kind of guilty but like not guilty enough because of what happens in part two <laughs> um but then the uh, the part two opens up with Darcy and media immersion I emming her like creepy catfish dude and Ugh. then Mr. S- after class Mr. Simpson pulls her aside and is like um you shouldn't be doing that during class and she's he's kind of like warning Darcy about the danger of the internet because he could see her page and Darcy's like you can't do that and he's like yeah I can't it's school policy you're like using a school computer I can see what you're doing um and he's like trying to be like hey it's not safe to like do this kind of stuff and Darcy's just not listening to him oh I also forgot to mention Darcy's humongous lime green bag oh her yeah purse. It's kind of crazy. Also, like, all right. So if he can read everything that she is doing, like he should be reporting. This he shit. should definitely because because uh, that leads me to believe that he's not really reading it. Like he is being a nice guy and like respecting her privacy. Yeah. Because otherwise, he would definitely. No, be, Mr. Simpson would totally after report what that. happened with Emma. Because he oh, was yeah. there for that. Yeah. He was there for the Emma Jordan. He thing. like banged down the door and like pinned. Jordan, like creepy Jordan imposter guy. Yeah, he that did. whole thing. He was like the best. Oh, I love him. He was awesome. Oh, um, snake. But then the next scene, like she's in class with Peter and they're talking about, 
oh she's like he's like like we should do a photo shoot and she's like oh man he doesn't want to do that and he's like well we should do it and then she's like um no because then it's just me and you and a camera and that's creepy which like duh and then um but then peter says like you've got something people want to pay for and Darcy's like, you're not my pimp. And I'm like, I hate all of this. I hate it. Also, Peter's life goal is so to be a pimp. Like, that's his oh, whole Oh, yeah, totally. MO but like, to, like, like, be in control of women. Yes. Of, like, high-class prostitutes. Yeah. No, of, absolutely. Like, an escort service or whatever. Yeah. No, you can be, you can be a, well, it's still a pimp, though. Yeah, I know. He just maybe won't have a cane. I don't know. <laughs> He he just won't be as cool as the other pimps. Like he'll be a really lame pimp. He'll be like the mo- like the whitest, most boring pimp that with like just a, a really terrible social life. <laughs> That's the well, kind he of pimp would be a pimp be. though because he it's like he's paying for everyone to hang out with him. Oh, so depressing. He'd either be a pimp or like one of those guys who like owns a house in Florida and solicits women on the internet to come live with him so they can start working in porn. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Wait, I watched what? a documentary about it. Wait, like what? He's like like a manager for porn stars. Okay. Yeah. This happens. <laughs> but like a weird shitty florida manager for porn stars (laughs) i think yeah either it's la and florida is like where the big porn industries are yeah he would be like one of those people who like how he like will pay for your plane ticket to come out and he'll take like a percentage of all of your paychecks but because he offers you like like a place to live while you're like breaking into porn that's a thing that happens That's crazy. Like, Peter would do that. No, Peter would definitely do that. It's (laughs) Peter's dream job. I'm just saying it's weird. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with being in porn if that's the life that you want. Do you? But, like, exploiting people. But being that guy is Being that guy is gross and weird. Don't be that guy. Anyway. Be the guy in the porn. Yeah. If that's your life. I don't know. Do you. Do you, homie. Um, but then, oh, then I think Manny's like being protective about and warning her about Peter again. Yeah. Cause Manny's the fucking best. We've learned this. And then we see the B plot of part two. Um, cause we're in the newsroom at the core and as like the last person leaves, Jesse closes the door and like he starts making out with Ellie. And then I wrote, this is weirdly hot. <laughs> and... He, like, tries to, like, lift up her shirt a little bit, and then she immediately freaks out. And it's, like, evident that Ellie is uncomfortable about sex, but Jesse probably wants to have sex. And it's like, he's an older man, and it's intimidating. I mean, fine. <laughs> whatever. I don't. I oh, just, we do find out he's 22 in this episode. Oh, so yeah. he definitely has to be in, like, grad school. Yeah, definitely grad school. Um he has this facial expression that makes him look like Dean. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He does like this smirk thing. Yeah. He does like the... He does kind of look like Dean. He he does kind of look like Dean with dark hair, but also he does this smirk thing and Logan Huntsberger does the same smirk and it's like the hot sexual predator thing. (laughs) And, 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 And not to like... Like it sounds insensitive, but like you know what I mean. Yeah. 
I know what you mean. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he, it's, it's like, like you're an attractive person, but also like I'm afraid of you. Like you look like you're gonna. He eat looks like me. he wants to devour you. Yeah, it's like Sexually. a wolf thing. It's like a yeah, wolf thing. it looks like a wolf. Yeah, it's like a weird. He looks, he looks like a cartoon wolf. Yeah. Yep. 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 Right. Yep. 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 Okay. Also, apparently he was on Radio Free Roscoe. <gasps> he was on Radio River, I think. <gasps> Amethyst Beloved yes. re- commented on one of our SoundCloud. Episodes. Oh my God, that is correct. That is absolutely correct. He was on Radio Free Roscoe. I remember that. I, remember I don't that. remember, I remember him. that. I think he had a thing with Shady. Maybe. Who's Shady? Shady. Shady Lane. Shady Lane. Oh, you mean Lily? Yeah. Is that her name? Because everybody fucking had a thing with her. She was the only girl. I know. <laughs> she was the only girl. He was hot on that show. I remember that. Okay. Um, I don't remember much of it. I just like I have like flashes in my brain. I do have flashes of that show too. I do not remember a lot of Radio Free Roscoe. I don't watch Radio Free Roscoe. I bet now. it's on YouTube. Um, oh, next podcast, <laughs> right? And then, oh yeah, so that's kind of that scene. Um, oh, and then so then they start making out, and he lifts up her shirt, and she's like, "Oh, actually, I need to work on this thing. Uh, it's, it's really important. I need to work on this paper thing. So you do you, and I'm gonna work on this thing." And he's like, "Okay, Frosh." And I think you can tell that she kind of freaked out. And then the next scene, she and Ashley are gabbing about boys and sex and about like being ready. And I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of nice that it they're was like nice. hanging out." And it was maybe the most I've liked Ashley. Like, I I really, like, I really like post-England Ashley. <laughs> I know it's going to change, but for right now, she's great. Because she, like, she, I can't remember what it was she said, but she said something, like, and she said it in a funny voice, and I, like, really enjoyed it. Oh, oh she talks about doing it. Yeah, <laughs> she's talking about doing it. And she's like, did you guys talk about doing it? And I, and I, like... I was like, oh, this is delightful. And she's like, and Ellie's like, I don't know if I'm ready to talk about that. And she's like, well, if you're not ready to talk about it, you should at least be like prepared for it just in case or something. Um, Which I guess is a good voice, but I feel like you should also talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the next scene, Darcy is like intensely making out with Spinner in, her, in his car. She is spiraling. And then... What do you think? All right, so... I mean, we're we're talking a lot about like point by point, but like, what do you think her like motivations are for why she's being this way? Like, do you think she's like bored of Spinner? Do you think she's like bored of who she is? Do you think she's just like a teenager and freaking out? I think she's bored of who she is. I think maybe she's been in kind of a good girl rut or whatever, and she's tired of it. It's kind of like Manny season three, who's tired of being cute. And Darcy's, like, tired of being, like, boxed into, like, what people associate with her with. Like, she's, like, an angelic, like, prayer girl doing friendship club. And she's, like, perfect little angel type of a thing. And maybe she's tired of that. But there wasn't a lot of, like, build up to the motivations. It just kind of yeah. happened. Because the thing with that, because, like, that's valid. But also, like, she's not trying to make any other changes in her life. Like, Manny was dressing different, but she was also going around saying, don't call me cute. Puppies are cute. I don't want to be cute. Yeah. And Darcy is still like, oh, please keep calling me Mother Teresa, basically. I still want to lead Friendship Club. Yeah. And, like, we we don't wear short shorts here. There's not a very good explanation for it because it seems like what she, she wants to be, she wants to, like, go out of her comfort zone and she wants to be seen as sexy. But it's not like anyone, like, 
was pointedly not calling her sexy or pointedly not paying attention to her. Like, it's not like she's being neglected by Spinner, so she decides to, like, find validation online or anything. Like, she seems like she's pretty validated already. Yeah. So I don't really know exactly where it's coming from, but I think it also could just be chalked up to, like, she's a teenage girl and she wants more attention and she wants to maybe grow up faster than she really should. Yeah. Or something. Maybe. I feel like maybe it's also um, with the like spinner stuff. Um, I feel like it's, I don't know. I feel like now that she's sort of like fully neutered him. Yeah. There's less like excitement. That's true. In that. That's true. You know, now that he's like respecting everything she wants and has bent over backwards, like he says, like to re-virginize himself. And now that she like basically like has him like tamed or whatever now she's bored and yeah. she's like what happened to when he wanted me all the time and now he's like i'm respecting your boundaries yeah you know? i get that she might be just restless in her relationship yeah now. or she could just be a teenager and spiraling which also valid yeah um but then after they're making out, she's like, wait, I want to show you something. Or he's like, what has gotten into you? And then she goes into her room and kicks out poor Claire and shows Spinner her My Room page. And he freaks out about yeah, it. But first she opens up. She brings him to her computer and he goes, you brought me all the way up here to study. Do you want to fail? was <laughs> <laughs> like Spinner. That's hilarious. <laughs> You're good. Um, and then she's showing him all these pictures. He's like, oh, dang, Darcy, these are hot. And he's like, wait, why does it say my like my room page in the corner? She's like, oh, it's in my my room page. But don't worry, it's private. And Spinner's like, there's no such thing as privacy on the Internet, which I'm like, thank you. At least somebody's saying this because that is actually true. And he's like the only one who said it. Like, exactly. Like Snake kind of, but not. No, Snake didn't because Snake didn't know anything about this. He was just yeah. like, just be careful. But Spinner's the only one who's like, there's no such thing as privacy on the internet, which Danny and Derek prove later. But it's like, yeah, there isn't. Once you put something on the internet, you can't take it back. I feel like that was like some slogan that was from my childhood. Probably. Um, but then, and Spinner's and, and like, she's you like, need to take this shit down, which is like, Spinner, once you put something on the internet, you can't take it back. But That is a true fact. <laughs> um, and also... He, she's like well they're just looking and he's like that's not all they're doing yeah. which gross but also true. true and he's like he's like you need to take it down like what the fuck are you doing and she's like no i don't want to take it down and then he's like i can't deal with this and he leaves and like which, like you know what spinner same yeah i'm with you i get it um and then ellie 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 poor ellie <laughs> goes into like the health officer whatever the fuck and like exits with like a fat ass box of birth control and of course bumps into jesse causing the box to fall onto the ground and he's like well that's a lot of birth control and then she's like starts like rambling is like you know i said i just wanted information like they gave me all these things and i just wanted the information because i want information blah 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 and then there's this girl in the hallway who just has been watching all this happen and she just like laughs out loud and ellie's face like walks away and i thought that was hilarious it was really funny but also i was like that was rude 
<laughs> it was rude, but it was like, I mean, kind of same. Kind because of same. Ellie's trying to cover so hard, and it's just like such bullshit. And that girl's just like, <laughs> no, bye. And then, like, Jesse like, gets up and is like, see you later. And I'm like, you know, this would be a good time for you to be like, let's have a conversation. Yeah. You don't have to be weird. Yeah. It was so uncomfortable. Because, like, why is he being weird? I feel like he should be the chiller one out of this. And instead, he's like, bye. Because, like, as, like, the older guy or whatever, I feel like he should be more, like, in control of the situation and be able to be like, let's have a conversation. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, it's just uncomfortable. And he doesn't help the situation. Nope. Um, And then there and then Peter comes over to Darcy's house and she's like, let's do this. And. Oh, she's talking about, like, so you got in a fight with Spinner or the fight with Spinner? Like, did you guys break up? And Darcy's like, I don't know yet. And then he's like, talks about how hard it was that he broke up with Emma. And I'm like, I don't care. I do not feel bad for you. Seriously. And then Darcy changes into her sister's private school outfit. And Peter takes pictures of her. And then she's, like, in her bikini on her bed. And he's, like, taking photos of her. And it's so fucking creepy and weird. So creepy and weird. I do not care for it. I um, don't understand. You know, it's super gross. I just... Like, the photo taking in the gym thing is, like, I can understand that. Like, that is, like, a realistic situation. But this is just not normal. And it's creepy. And I hate it. Um, And then the next day at school, Derek and Danny approach Darcy at school and are like, oh, hey, we saw your My Room page. We printed it out, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that's private. And then Danny's like, um, yeah, I hacked into that like in five seconds. And then they start blackmailing her. Um, or they're like, well, give us 20 bucks or else we'll show these to everyone. And then Danny says something about her bazoongas. Yep. He says bazoongas, which I did not care for. No, because they were like, give us 20 bucks. And and. Danny goes and show and send us a picture of your bazoongas by Friday. And I was like, okay. And then she pays them $20 for the photos and is like, no more. And then after she walks away, Derek is like, bazoongas, really? (laughs) Which I kind of thought was funny. Yeah. See, you guys, this is people keep telling me that Derek becomes the worst one. But so far, Derek has been the good one the whole time. Like they're both terrible, terrible, but he's slightly better. He's definitely the better one. Um, but then she goes into the computer lab and she is being like berated by like Adams is messaging her and is like, hey, I see you're online. Why aren't you talking to me? Blah, blah, blah. And then she cancels her account because she is like feels bad about it. And then the next scene, she's like leading friendship club and talks about how she wants Spinner to like forgive her or something. And then after friendship club, she like chases him out and he's like not talking to her. And she tells him, like, I deleted my account. Come on, Spinner. Why aren't you talking to me? And then Spinner is like, oh, really? And then, like, shows her the photos from her My Room page. And she asks him, where did you get those? I don't, like, did Danny or Derek send those to you? And he's like, no, Peter did. I'm like, of course Peter did. Of course Peter did. Because, duh. But first he laughs and he's like, who? Like, which is just like. (laughs) Like he has no idea who Danny and Derek are. Which like delighted me on a few different levels. But also is like so the point of this whole thing. Like it's going to go everywhere if you put it online. Exactly. 
And then she, even if you send it like through text, like it's going to go everywhere. And then she approaches Peter and is like, what do you do? Like, why did you do that? Um, oh, wait, no, wait. But before, before she approaches Peter, fucking creepy dude comes into the school. Oh, my God. And, like, and Miss H approaches him like, oh, are you looking for somebody? And he's like, oh, um, yeah. And then he's, she's like, I mean, this is a school. I can't just let you wander in here. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm like, Miss H, call the fucking police. That guy I is know. creepy as shit. Seriously, call the cops. I wrote the same thing. I wrote, call the cops, exclamation point. Like, And then Darcy uh, talks to Peter and she's like, How? why did you show there's a spinner? And he's like, you guys weren't going to last anyone. He's not right for you. And I'm like, Peter, stop fucking making these decisions, trying to make these decisions for other people. Peter's the worst. He's a sociopath. He's the goddamn worst. And then he's also like... Oh, Adams. Yeah, I met that guy in a chat room. I played you. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, like you played me. What which kind of fucking sick game is this? He's a psychopath. He um, is crazy. Like, that wasn't even... Like, why would you yeah, tell her that no, anyway when you weren't... When, like, you didn't even mean her... It was like you were saving that in case she, like, turned against you. No, Peter is a straight-up sociopath. Like, oh, for real, crazy. though. crazy. Um, also... He is when he's talking about how she and Spinner aren't going to last. He's like, Spinner's just a boring Christian dude. And you like deserve to be sexy. And first of all, he puts his hands on her, which fuck you, Peter. Take your hands off of her. I'm not thrilled with Darcy right now because mostly she's been kind of a bitch. But also, like, don't fucking touch her, you skeezy grosso. No. Also, fucking spinner is only a boring christian dude because darcy made him that <laughs> exactly. way exactly he was way more interesting before but he's nicer now and i like him better now yeah um yeah he's oh i hate him so much and boring i'm just christian like dude. how Fuck does you, anyone peter. find peter's behavior in any kind of like normal realm and any kind of like he should not be here he should be in therapy he should be not in school how is or he should be in juvie why is he still here why do people keep like normalizing his behavior i don't understand is it because his mom is a principal and she's just turning a blind eye because he's privileged and is like his mom is in a position of power and can just like blow things over for him why are people accepting this as normal behavior i don't understand if Peter doesn't grow up to be Ted Bundy, I will be shocked. He's got to be a serial killer. He will grow up to be Ted Bundy. I guarantee it. Uh, He's going to kill an entire sorority. He totally would do that. Right? Because he's, like, he's like a little bit hot, so he would definitely lure girls. Peter's totally kill the dog. He would kill the dog. That is for sure. Or set a house on fire. Ugh. No, I'm What's serious. What's the third one? I'm serious. He's going to grow up to be Ted Bundy. That's what's going to happen. What's the third? Oh, maybe he's abused. I don't know. What's the triangle? Serial killer triangle? Killing uh, animals. Arson. Is it abuse? Or is it something else? Wetting the bed. Wetting the bed. Peter's a total. 
total fucking bedwetter. Peter's definitely a bedwetter. He's a also, serial killer. Also, of course, I know like the triad of what makes right. a person become a serial killer. Ooh, which reminds me, I have so many new good podcast requests to suggest on this. Anyway, thing. then we're going back home with Darcy. She and Claire are at home. And then the fucking creepy man is like, oh, hey, it's me, Adams. I, I followed you home. And she's like, how did you find out? Or first she's like, Claire, go inside, which I'm like. Good. Yes. And Claire's Claire like, I don't like it. I don't like it. And we're like, neither do we, Claire. <laughs> like, Claire, we are you. <laughs> we feel you, Claire. Go inside. Save the day. And then the, she's like, um, how did you find out where I lived? And he's like, well, I saw that your uniform said Degrassi. And then I just followed you home. Like, I'm so happy that I met you. And she's like, I deleted my page. And he's like, oh, I was sad about that. Why did you do that? And while she's talking to him, goddamn fucking Claire upstairs calling the police Thank God. I love you. I know. Because I'm just like, and I'm just watching this whole scene. I'm like made of like squick. I just, just so uncomfortable. I just, he's so gross and it's so creepy. It's creepy. And they casted it real well (laughs) because that band played scary guy in my neighborhood like nobody's business. Yeah, totally. You know, when you just like meet someone and you get like a vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, are you talking specifically about there being a scary man in your neighborhood now? Yes. Because I think I know who you're talking about. Yes. He approached when I was when I left your house uh, to when we recorded last. I was waiting for my uh, lift and he like approached me and was like, oh, are you OK? Like I heard about the fire because like I know your apartment building had a fire. I'm like, yeah. oh, stop talking to me. Yep. yep. Where's my lift? Yep. That's the guy. I I feel bad because I think maybe there might just be something wrong with yeah, him. Yeah, I get that vibe he, too. He talked to my roommate and our, our neighbor, Charlie, moved um, a couple months ago. And he was like, I miss Charlie. And we were like, oh. He's like, he always talked to me. And we were like, oh, god damn it. I so feel I like think he there's comes just, up to you with your dog. He too. comes up to me with my dog all the time. And the thing is, it's like, I don't want to talk to a stranger. And it's not his fault. So I'm like i'm polite he hasn't done anything yeah but he just gives me a vibe yeah but it's like a vibe that i'm choosing to ignore because i think it's a vibe that because normally i listen to my vibes and normally i'm like fuck politeness um hashtag my favorite murder Mm -hmm. um but like but he's but he's seen i feel like it's just like i'm just getting a vibe because of like some weird gross instinctual prejudice that like is like buried deep in the darkest yeah. depths of my soul that yeah. I don't know exists, you know? Yeah. Um, no, I totally know you're talking but about. But he does he does come up to me every time I'm walking my dog and he goes, Man's best friend. And I'm like, Yep. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Yep. All right. Anyway. Um, but yes, <laughs> I was thinking about that specific <laughs> like I wasn't just like being like you know, like the creepy guy in your neighborhood. Like, no, specifically the creepy, creepy guy man. that lives in my neighborhood. Yeah, and I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's he lives in the building next to mine. I think I feel bad. Okay. Oh boy. Um, anyway, and then Ellie, they're like in a pitch meeting at the core, and Ellie is like, "So I've been curious about that, like that office down the hall which is like the whatever sexual wellness office or whatever oh yeah they're in like like, a pitch meeting a la carrie bradshaw i want to pitch a column about like sexual health on campus because i'm interested in this information and then jesse's like um no and she's like no but i really want to do it he's like no and she keeps going and he's like trying to like cut her off but she just keeps going also 
Does she not know what Sex in the City is about? It's not about sexual health and wellness. No, it's not. It's great. But I mean, I feel like it's not a bad idea, technically, but it's like obvious that she's trying to cover for what happened and it's just not. It's just making it more embarrassing. It's making it way worse. Because then he's like, he's like, uh, everyone here already knows about sexual health and wellness. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, that's an assumption, but okay. Yeah. Because um, I think his words are literally like, everyone at this school already knows about that. Which like, again, assumption. Right. Um, but then the next scene, fucking creepy guy finally gets arrested. And it's the it's like finally good, but it's uncomfortable. And it's, yeah, that happens. Yep. But then the next scene, Ellie and Jesse are talking. He's like, I was trying to save you. And she was like, oh, yeah, I do tend to just keep talking. And she's like super mortified. And he's like, well, it's okay. You're cute when you're mortified. And she's like, well, I guess I'll get mortified more often. And then they like kiss and that's fine. And he, there were and two he does lines say like, it. it sounds like we need to have a conversation eventually. Yeah. No, he's being like very mature man about it, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, I liked him for it a lot. Um, there were two funny lines. She she says, I do have that tendency, which I like. And then because um, he's like, you did just keep going on. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then he also said, how much birth control do you need? <laughs> which I enjoyed. Oh, it was great. And then the last scene, Darcy and Claire in their room. And Darcy's like, they're taking the computer away for evidence. Um, if there's anything on there you want to save. And Claire's like, no, I mean, do you want to save anything? And Darcy just says, I want to forget everything. And she's really down on herself and saying how she's a bad person or she's really mixed up. And Claire says, you're still a good person. Like, you can be a good person and still be mixed up. And she and she's like, I'm not going to tell anybody about this because Darcy's worried about people at school finding out. And Claire's just being like a fucking great little sister. And I love it. It's awesome. And it kind of freeze frames on them, like, being together, like, yeah. being sisters. And I, I really liked it's it. Very sweet. Also, where are their parents? Yeah, right? The fuck are your parents? Like, do they know that this is happening? I feel like no, because no one's around. I don't know. I don't know. But then that's the end of the episode. It's the end of the app. Um... Oh, we have a YouTube comment. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. It is from uh, Revilo Nuke. I, sorry. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Um, eight months ago. And they say, damn, Toby getting more screen time on the morning announcements than on the recent episodes. <laughs> oh, Which Toby. is the truest fact. But very true. The truest fact. All right. Spirit Squad captain of the episode. Claire, for Fucking sure. Fucking Claire. She called. She was like skeeved out from the beginning. She called the cops immediately. And she's a great fucking sister. I also am going to give an honorable mention to Manny because she's like, watch out for Peter. Peter is creepy. Putting photos online and asking for money is not a great idea. She's also just like a voice of wisdom in this episode, too. Yeah, Manny's a good choice. Um, ship of the episode. Um, 
I'm gonna. I know who you're gonna do, but I'm just gonna do JT and Mia because I think they're cute. And they I are think cute. They really like each other. Yeah, they're they're. I do like them. I'm gonna go with. I mean, I'm gonna go with Jesse and Ellie. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> um, they're just so pretty. <laughs> they're just so so just pretty. Pure beauty. They're alone. just so pretty. But no, he like he mans up and he's like, we're gonna have a conversation. Yeah, definitely. You know. Um, and maybe Ellie will have sex finally. Moral of the episode. Not that it's a problem to not have sex. Right. Like, that's cool, too. Moral. Um, be careful of strangers on the fucking internet. Yeah, seriously. Don't talk to strangers on the internet. Block people you don't know. Once it's on the internet, it's always on the internet. Yeah. Just be fine. Also, be careful about sharing, like, private information yeah even in photos yeah because don't triangulate you could have logos and shit and like also be careful with location tagging yeah people location tag their houses and i think that's creepy that's creepy i location tag my neighborhood but that's really it it's kind of easy to find out yeah yeah but like or like what town spoiler alert we live in brooklyn (laughs) but like or like what town I'm in if I'm home or whatever. But yeah. Or like a restaurant. But like people who location tag their homes. What are you doing? I don't know. It's, You're so no, easy to stalk that. if you location tag your home. Be careful of what information you put on the internet. I think that's Seriously. great blanket moral. Um. All right, guys. We got like a shit ton of grapevine. <laughs> Do you want to take us through the tweets? Yeah. Um, you want to get off Instagram and take us through the tweets, Kelsey? <laughs> Thanks for calling me out, Hans. Uh, hey, fun fact. I am really good at this. Kelsey frequently checks her phone while we're recording and then she won't listen to me. <laughs> I'm really committed. And won't hear things that I say and then we'll, con- like, we'll then proceed to say the exact same things that I say. <laughs> Thanks, that's Holland. happened multiple times <laughs> thanks Holland. you've done it to me before not as often but you've done it to me before but that's usually because i like honestly don't remember <laughs> not because i wasn't paying attention <laughs> oh i just i just stop paying attention sometimes <laughs> yeah um i'm a flawed person okay <laughs> all right um this is from gloria at gloria tweets uh, if this episode, this is about the episode that we did with Sean. Um, Here comes your man. Yes. If this episode were a movie, it would be called Too Degrassi, Too Furious or Fast and the Furious Toronto Drift. Agreed. That is <laughs> I love it. accurate. Um, family. Oh, also, <laughs> family. if you didn't see on our Twitter or on our Instagram, my sister made a great Photoshop <laughs> of... <laughs> Of Jay's head on, I believe it's Vin Diesel's body. It is Vin Diesel's body. <laughs> From one of the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> and it just it. says, family. Yeah. It just, family. Which is my favorite. Also, do you like my Vin Diesel? <laughs> family. Oh, my God. I do a really good Vin Diesel. <laughs> Check out our Instagram <laughs> for that, for that gem. piece of art. <laughs> Family. Um, <laughs> sometimes when I'm sad, I just... Family. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, we also got a tweet from MC at Ms. Emma Claire. Uh, not sure if you guys have seen this, but here's one of the best Degrassi gems on the internet. And she linked us to my new favorite Tumblr called whateveritdrakes.tumblr.com. Oh it's, so it's so freaking good. It it's, just puts Drake lyrics on Degrassi photos, right? And and like a lot of Photoshop things. Like there's one that is like the Degrassi like class picture, except it's like all just Drake and Nicki Minaj and oh, I yeah, think yeah, Lil yeah, Wayne yeah, yeah, yeah. just through like, like just the, those yeah. three throughout it's amazing <laughs> it's really good but it also does a lot of that oh I also wanted to mention that um we were on an episode of Blockbuster Night yes check out the podcast Blockbuster Night we talked to the guys about Wild Wild West it got wicky wicky wild it was a time it was a time <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really fun, and you should check it out. They, If you don't remember, they were on our season four finale episode, Going Down the Road, with Jay, uh, the first appearance of Jay and Silent Bob, I believe. Yes, and they're going to be on another episode soon. We're just... We just got to figure it out. We're working out the kinks, but you should go listen to uh, some Wiki Wiki Wild Laughs. They're on SoundCloud, Blockbuster Night. They're also on Twitter at, block, at Blockbuster Night. So, so check that out. Find them there it's and great. listen to our app it's because a fun combo about a ridiculously awful mo- movie. <laughs> it it was a goddamn delight. Oh, this is a fun one. We also got a tweet from Trisha uh, at TB Trisha T. Uh, what would you call Alex's spinoff? Trouble in Toronto. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a pun, but it's not coming to me. It's hard. It's hard with the name Alex. Yeah. I'm also thinking of Lexi. I'm like, mm-mm. Her last name is Nunez. That doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Trouble in Toronto. I, I want to do like Lexi's way, but that's just Caitlin's way. But it, but it would be her for sure. Yeah. Like Lexi's way kind of works. Yeah. I don't know. You're putting me on the spot and I'm not coming up with anything. Well, tweet one out later if you think of it. Yeah. Trouble in Toronto is the best that I, I like can do. I like Trouble in Toronto. When all else fails, alliteration. Life without a doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I'll take it. Um, Not here to make friends. Oh, not here to make friends is great. <laughs> She's the opposite of Jay. She is the opposite of Jay. That's perfect. I love it. Um, and then let's see. Oh, uh, Rebecca Seaman at Beck's Grace. Uh, backed me up and said that her project graduation also trapped her on a boat. To which I say, I'm pretty sure we went to neighboring high schools. So that tracks. Because <laughs> you know my friend. Um, I, I just being trapped on a boat for any event just does not sound like a good time. It's a nightmare. I recently watched one of the prom episodes because I'm watching Dawson's Creek. They had prom on the boat. I'm like, that's what if you want to leave? Exactly. I don't know. Like you're allowed to leave prom whenever you want to, except when you're on a boat. And then the last one is another one from Gloria at Gloria Tweets. Uh, y'all should check out Instagram Drake on Cake since it's Drake lyrics on cake. It's amazing. I followed it immediately. It's really good. Um, and then we also have some emails. We got some emails from 
Caitlin from North Dakota. She sent us a great email about um, how she listens to us in the car, and it's really cool. Also, you might be our only listener in North Dakota, which is kind of cool. I don't know. I don't think I've ever met anybody from the Dakotas. Me neither. They're a mystery of states to me. And then, oh, and she also says, um, I vaguely, I remembered vaguely participating in Degrassi message boards and regretfully I was a Toby apologist to the point where my avatar wore an I heart TBY shirt and now I don't heart my childhood self. (laughs) That made me laugh a lot when I read it. That brought me a lot of joy. (laughs) And then she says, also I'm writing this email at a stoplight in Fargo, North Dakota and one of you is a copywriter. Don't judge me. At Caps Lock and drop it on Twitter. I think we've read some of her tweets before. Probably. And then she sent a follow-up email that just says, the subject line is also, and she's like, I would murder someone to get that fucking Degrassi match game as an app for my goddamn iPhone. Come on. Which, I agree. I play that shit all the time. Um, And then we also got a very long and detailed email from Callie, Wolf and Thief, um, about the entire Joey, Caitlin, Tessa Campanelli storyline, which was very informative, but it was a very long email and I cannot read the entire thing on this podcast, but thank you very much for sending that. Um, oh, and she also offered some info about wheels, which like his parents are also killed by a drunk driver, which like that's when like the nickname probably should have been ruled out. Yeah, and that was before he even killed a kid. So yeah, oh God. like that kid. Why are they still why calling, are they this calling guy him wheels? wheels? Oh, also apparently, Stefan Brogren as Snake was actually the first person to say fucking on TV, and it wasn't Caitlyn because he's the first person who was like, "You're fucking Tessa Campanelli," and then I think Caitlyn overhears and is like, "You're fucking Tessa Campanelli." So apparently. Snake was the first person to say fucking on Canadian television. That's fun. Which is kind of cool. Shouts out Stefan Brogren. And then uh, Rebecca Seaman sent us an email. Um, she asks us a couple things. She asks, as Gilmore Girls fans, in parentheses, fuck Logan, by the way. Right. Do you think they deaned Peter in season six to make Sean look like a better match for Emma, a la Jess and Rory? Uh, let's take out the street racing and almost manslaughter and focus on the vanilla scented perfume. Peter hates it. Sean likes it. So Sean is obviously so much better for Emma. Like kind of like Dean doesn't know what, what Bjork is, but Jess is into it. Like Rory, so much better for Rory to be clear. I def ship Sean and Emma over her and Peter and Rory just over her and Dean. Also season one, Dean had a brain and understood references that Rory and Lorelai would make and some pretty good personality traits while season five, Peter's, actual human garbage it did seem like the producers and writers were trying to redeem him toward the end with how he was there for emma during her eating disorder and trying to make amends with manny for what he did um taping her during that weird variety show and telling her to send to an agent still garbage but whatever i just find it to be lazy writing on their end to throw the whole scented perfume bit i mean i have i i have several feelings um I don't think they deemed him because he was never... He was always awful. He was always garbage. Like, he was never good. They made him kind of better in the... But I think they made him better in the way that, like, writers will make characters better right before they kill them off. Not that they were going to get rid of him, but also to, like, be like, 
oh no oh no you like him you like him but now sean is here and sean is better and maybe they tried to drive that home a little bit more with the perfume but i don't think they really deemed him no i think he was, he was never a dean because dean was great all right season one dean was awesome season one dean i yeah i was on board for him but as soon as Jess gets there, you're like, fuck him. <laughs> well, yeah, because, um, duh. But, you know. And then... I'd, if, if we're going to compare Peter to a Gilmore boyfriend, he is nothing if not a Logan. Yeah, with probably some Tristan thrown in there. Who yeah. was never a boyfriend, but like... Oh, in that case, I'm just going to make him just... Yeah, no, he's like he's like a Logan, Tristan, Digger Styles. <laughs> He's all those. There you go. With like some like sexual predator thrown in there. Yeah. Um, she also asks, do you think they started to amp up dramatic storylines instead of issues around the point? A few examples. Street racing and Emma cheating on Peter with Sean. The storyline was Spitter, Spinner cheating slash lying to Darcy. Emma and Peter lying to Manny. Plays into her eating disorder, but still... Ellie, Jesse, I can't remember what's happening here, but at the moment, the only issue is that Jesse thinks being the fifth greatest newspaper in Toronto is something to brag about. Um, I mean, I think they did definitely start to go more like teen soapy because that's just kind of like what was on. That was like where TV was going at this time. They were yeah. competing with like the OC and One Tree Hill and like yeah. shit like that. Well, that's got a lot more dramatic. And I feel like you can't hold up the momentum of just doing issues all the time. Yeah. Because if you go from then it just becomes like like and I know that it's like it's Degrassi it goes there. But I feel like if you just do like the issue of the week then it just becomes that the issue of the week so i'm, I'm kind of glad that they went yeah. into the dramatics it kind of makes the show flow more and it makes it more like exciting and interesting when you do get like the big issue episodes and i think it's like they're not in middle school anymore i think the episodes kind of grew up with the cast like we follow yeah. them from like kind of like issue of the week middle school things uh, and then as they get older, like the c- problems become more complex because they become more complex as humans because they're older. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I think. I mean, I guess. So I. Yes, I think that they but did, I but I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. Exactly. I think they did, but I think that they did it well and for good reason. Yeah. Definitely. Um. I also want to shout out some people who donated to our Patreon because. I'm so excited that people are doing this. So Kirsten has now pledged some money to us every month, which is very exciting. So thank you very much, Kirsten. Thanks, Kirsten. Oh, in in the thing, we, uh, in in that donation, I, I promised a very special um, shout out, Degrassi or um, compliment, Ots compliment. Um, Kirsten, thank you so much for your generous donation. Um, I. Bet your jeans look great under that skirt. There you go. Perfect. Wear some ballet flats. Really top it all off. I was going to say, you're as beautiful as Marissa Cooper without the tragic end. Also great. <laughs> she also wore jeans under dresses sometimes. And ballet flats. And ballet all the flats. Time. She was so tall. She's so tall. She just, just dwarfed Ryan Atwood. <laughs> uh, ben McKenzie. Um, and we also... Uh, got another pledge from Callie Foster. I don't know if you're the same Callie who emailed us, but... 
Thank you so much, Catley Foster. You pledged a very cool amount for. I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm not saying words. We're I don't want to like. Words. I don't want to like shout out how much people are donating. Yeah, no, it's but gross. You, Let's not do that. But, but Kelly, some, thank you. But you get some rewards, so you should email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com so we can sort out that kind of stuff. Yeah, we would. We would love to get to chat with you a bit and figure out things. Yeah. So, Thanks. Email us. <laughs> You're very cool. Oh, wait. We we owe her a compliment, too. I, well, then we also tailored. owe Amethyst Beloved one. Well, then. then we'll do one for Amethyst Beloved. Okay. Um. All right. Amethyst Beloved, you are super rad. And if we're going to... Should we do Degrassi-themed or Aughts-themed? Um, you are as wise as Manny is in this episode. Ooh, that's good. And like sassy cool. Sassy cool. <laughs> um, let's see. And Callie. Callie. Callie, you are as We're just using a lot of similes. You you're you're you would definitely win Paris Hilton is my new best friend. There was a girl from my hometown who was on that show. Really? Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> but that's how cool you are. She didn't win, though. You would totally win. You're cool enough that Paris Hilton would be like, fuck you, Nicole Richie, and would pull you Become in as her new best and friend. And you would be on The Simple Life with her. <gasps> yeah, that'd be so fun. That's the dream. It's the early odds dream. I love dream. all these references. <laughs> I know. It's the early odds dream. Um, But thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, You guys are and lovely. so... We have a Patreon page, and if you guys wanted to support us, that would be really cool. Uh, as we kind of briefly mentioned, there are uh, rewards attached to, like, different dollar amounts you can donate per month. They're all, like, monthly donation amounts, and, like, some of them you get, like, behind-the-scenes content. Some of them will, like, illustrate a fan fiction image for you, or Kelsey will do that. And, I'll do that. Um you could call in on the show and like chat with us. So check it out. It's pretty cool. Um, we also have a review. We have so much stuff to go over. This is over. what happens when we, we feel we, so loved. We feel very loved, but this is also what happens when we like take some time. We take time off and things kind of pile. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but, uh, this review is from, they don't have a name, but it just says love, 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 love in all caps. And it's a, it just says, I cannot get over how amazing this podcast is. I don't have any direction for you other than that. So you can kind of literally do whatever you want. You can do a fucking anti-ship if you want to this time, Kelsey. Ooh. I mean, you know, I do love an anti-ship, but I feel like <laughs> these people deserve a love ship. Yeah, because their name they is love, 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 love. Ex exactly. So I only feel good doing an anti-ship if, if someone requests one, you know. Okay. Um, so love, 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 love. I'm going to do a love ship for you. And I'm going to ship you with what am I feeling? Who am I feeling today? I feel like I'm going to ship you with. I'm going to ship Jessie? you with Jesse. Yeah, Jesse newspaper guy. <laughs> All right. I'm going to ship you with Jesse. Um, so you are new to the grad school program at 
Canadian school. I can't remember the name of. <laughs> Do we know the name of it? Not, not clear. Um, <laughs> so you're new to the grad school program, and you uh, just finished your undergrad at Banting, but this place is a better journalism program. They have the fifth best paper in Toronto. <laughs> Hello. So obviously you have to come over. But so you come in like this hot shot, like smart person. I'm not going to gender you. I don't know what your life is. <laughs> um, you know, from banting the Harvard of the North, being like, I'm going to run this motherfucker. But the editor is just blocking you at every step of the way. And you're like, excuse you, I went to Banting. And he's like, well, excuse you, I'm the editor of this goddamn paper. And you're like, not anymore, you're not. And then you guys basically have this, like, feud over, like, who is going to, like, run the paper. And you just want to, like, write your stuff and, like, kind of take over. And, like, he won't let you write any of the stuff you want to write. And you guys just, like, feud montage <laughs> with good music. And this takes place over, like, weeks and months of you trying to write what you want to write and him like blocking you and then you trying to take his job and him being like nah and it's a whole thing <laughs> and then finally it all comes up to like a head and you guys are just like totally getting in each other's face and it's like after everyone's already left but you're still there writing and he's like because he gave you so many goddamn notes on your paper that on your article that's like already perfect so whatever fuck this guy and so you're like in his face and you're yelling at each other. And then you guys kiss. And it's like, ah, damn. Ah, damn. And then it's like everything, like all the like turmoil and fighting that you guys have been doing for the past like three months is just like, oh, that's why we were doing this. <laughs> okay, I get it now. Um, and then, I mean, you take it from wherever you want to go from there. I love it. It's great. Thanks. Thanks. It wasn't about music this time. Hey. Hey. It was about journalism <laughs> <laughs> and sexual tension, <laughs> which is a thing that we're familiar with. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, and then, so that was great. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that. Love, 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 love. I hope there's enough love. <laughs> um, that's my caps lock voice. <laughs> it's a good caps lock voice. Love, 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 love. <laughs> I feel like I sound kind of like Linda Belcher. I don't know. Um, Family. <laughs> Thank you for loving me. Uh, <laughs> Family. <laughs> anyway, so that concludes our grapevine segment, finally. It was a clusterfuck. a long one. Um, but if you want to be featured on the Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're also on Instagram at DegrassiPod. Um, we're on Tumblr, whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. And we're on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will write you your own Degrassi fan fiction on the spot, like Kelsey just did today, with la 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you have any like fan fiction preferences or suggestions, you can just stick it in the review, and we will take all of your preferences into account. Um. 
And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. Uh, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z. And what are you going to recommend today? Um, I am going to recommend a television show that is new um, called Powerless. It's awesome. It's really good. It's really funny. Um, it stars Vanessa Hudgens and it has Alan Tudyk and um, Danny Pudi and Ron Funches. And it's about like, it, it basically takes place like in the DC universe. It's not dark though. It's like funny. Um, but it takes place in the DC universe. But it's basically like all these like normal mortal humans who don't have superpowers trying to like invent things to keep all the like normal people on the streets safe from all the like rubble falling to the streets and stuff that's amazing it's amazing and they work for like wayne industries and alan tudyk who was um uh what's his name in firefly the pilot i didn't watch firefly we'll talk about that later (laughs) um he uh plays bruce wayne's cousin (laughs) and like there's just there's a lot of funny like Batman references because like Bruce Wayne is like Bruce Wayne, but like Batman is a totally separate human to these people. Oh my God, that's so and funny. And it's just, it's so funny. It's really good. I got to check that out. You really highly recommend it. It's been bringing me a lot of joy and it's on Hulu, dude. Oh, sweet. Speaking of funny, um, I'm also going to recommend a new show called Crashing starring Pete Holmes um, and produced by Judd Apatow. It's a new HBO show starring comedian Pete Holmes, and it's really good. You guys should check it out. Kelsey and I recently saw both of them do stand-up, and they were great. Oh, my God. They were so good. Um, Pete Holmes of You Made It Weird podcast fame, I guess. He also had his own TBS talk show, which I thought was great. Uh, But now he has an HBO show, and it's really good. It's about kind of like his life 10 years ago when he was starting out in comedy in New York. And the premise of the show is like, he finds his wife cheating on him, so then he kind of crashes on, like, famous comedians' couches while he's trying to, like, put his life together. And it's really good. At least the first episode was. Um, but that's what I got. Very cool. And that's all we got. Thank you for listening, Panthers. We love you. Bye. Bye, Panthers. Bye.